Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Breaking developments at the World Health Organization World Assembly meeting. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. You know, Matt, it seems like this just keeps going on and on and on. They tried these little tricks last year and fortunately weren't successful, but it looks like they're still at it. Well, a number of African countries last year opposed the piecemeal process of the WHO. They weren't opposed to the actual substantive matter, but to the piecemeal. So they came right. back this year. Now they have 307 amendments to the international health regulations and a new pandemic treaty. And so they've teed it up for a final vote in May of 2024, at which time, if they get a majority of the 194 nations, it will become a binding international treaty. And the entity behind this, the nation that's really pushing this, is the United States of America under Joe Biden. Joe Biden is the one who has actually, through his administration, proposed pushing these amendments. Frankly, if Congress does not intervene, these amendments will pass a year from now. So just last week, the World Health Assembly meeting concluded with this putting together of a package to vote finally on it in 2024. But their next meeting is right around the corner, June 7. They will be meeting in New York at the United Nations headquarters. You know, last year, the African nations put a stop to it because, of course, they've experienced slavery before, and they realized what was happening with this. And this is basically giving away our sovereignty, giving all authority to the WHO, which is run by a Marxist communist person. And um, so hopefully they, along with other countries, will stand up for freedom as well. Well, let me modify that just a little bit, because the African nations were the ones responsible for stopping this last right. year, but not because they were opposed to the substance of it. Not because, frankly, that they have been guinea pigs of Bill Gates and his vaccine uh, experiments that they've done in those countries many, many times. It's not the common people that were represented. The common people, I think, would oppose this sovereignty takeover. But it was the elites that were represented then and now. And so now the African countries are in favor of it mm. through their elite representatives. And why is this? Because wow. the... United States Health Secretary Xavier Becerra under the Biden administration was going around with the Director General Tedros and promising that the United States will be the funder of this now global health operation. And essentially, they see this as having a Mayo Clinic on every corner. So they see this Mayo Clinic kind of global health being exported all over the country, all over their particular regions, all around the world, and being paid for by the United States of America. So now, with that carrot, many of these countries are coming forward. In fact, Michelle Bachman, former congresswoman from Minnesota and now dean of the Robertson School of Government at Regent University, 
She was there during all of the meetings. She said that there was not one dissenting voice, and all they need is a majority of the 194 nations. And let me add that it was appalling. She was there, but none other of none of our Congress members were there. No, the ambassador that Joe Biden has appointed to negotiate these 307 amendments to the international health regulations and the new pandemic treaty was there. Xavier Becerra was there. They were going from place to place to place. Many of the former Clinton and Obama people were there. Former Obama Secretary of State John Kerry was there. They're pushing this idea of climate change. So under this process, 307 amendments to the international health regulations and the WHO new pandemic treaty, that would change the WHO headquartered in Geneva Switzerland from an advisory organization to a legally binding entity with treaty power. Now, Biden is trying to bypass the two-thirds majority vote that needs to happen to ratify a treaty by calling it something other than a treaty, but it is a treaty. They're referring to it as a pandemic treaty. It has binding authority. It would change the WHO from an advisory organization where they just give out information and you can take it or leave it, to an internationally binding, dictated international treaty. So that when the WHO says, for example, uh, anything that has the potential to impact public health comes under their jurisdiction, that means if they say no ivermectin, no ivermectin. If they say remdesivir is the drug of choice when you get admitted for COVID, then that's what mm -hmm. you have to receive. If you need these COVID, they want, if they want these COVID vaccines and COVID shots to be administered, that will be not just a recommendation, but binding. They will have tracking and tracing with their tracking and tracing apps to modify and to monitor uh, your movement. You'll need that for work, school, business, international travel. They're already implementing that for international travel uh, through some of their other, other uh, states or nations that are part of the 194. This will also include abortion as far as what it they includes consider abortion. as healthcare, right? They already condemned the Dobbs decision at the United States mm -hmm. Supreme Court last year overruling Roe versus Wade and Planned Parenthood versus Casey. They say that having restricted access to abortion is a public health crisis. All they need under these new amendments and treaty is anything that has the potential to impact mm -hmm. public health. Public health is a broad term. And so access to abortion, all the states, for example, that are restricting or banning abortion, that would come under the WHO's jurisdiction. Climate change, they've already said, is the most serious threat to, quote, public health. So if they wanted to dictate that you drive electric vehicles versus gasoline-powered vehicles, they can do that. If they wanted to put emission control standards, they could do that. If they want to uh, restrict areas of agriculture underneath this particular proposal, the treaty and the amendment, they have authority over international trade, exports, imports. They have authority over land. They have authority over cattle, beef, chicken, any kind of uh, domesticated animal or animal that you raise for food. So if they, the WHO, wants to limit the number of cows, as Bill Gates does, because Bill Gates believes that climate change is the most serious threat to humanity, and he wants to have CO2 emissions down to zero by 2050, thus the reason why he wants to eliminate cows 
and replace cows with synthetic meat. Not vegetarian meat, not soy meat, but synthetically made meat. So that's what he has been doing to eliminate both poultry, uh, other kinds of uh, meat such as cows. Bill Gates is one of the top seven largest funders of the WHO. And one year, just recently, he gave through his various non-governmental organizations, NGOs, his so-called charities, $1.2 billion, with a B, to the WHO. Uh, So when the United States threatened to pull out funding under Donald Trump, Bill Gates said, don't worry about that. I'll underwrite all of the United States funding that you would lose. And remember, Bill Gates is a business guy, a computer guy. He has no business in this, but his money is helping to push his agenda. You know, and this is, I mean, bottom line is, I mean, you're mentioning a lot of things involved in this, but bottom line, this is handing over America's sovereignty to Marxist communists. And you're not hearing anyone aside from us and a few others even talking about this. Well, you have some senators, you have some members of Congress, about 18 members of Congress recently did a press conference, but we need a lot more than that. Senator Ted Cruz and others uh, have proposed legislation. There's a bill called H.R. 79. It would withdraw the United States from the WHO and defund the WHO. The House also has the ability under their select committee to do investigations. They ought to bring in the public hearings uh, not only the ambassador that Obama, that um, uh, Joe Biden has appointed and others in the former Obama administration, but they ought to bring some of the other individuals in public, talk about the 307 amendments and the pandemic treaty and how it would radically change America's sovereignty as well as the sovereignty of the other 194 member nations. This is very serious, and they should be up in arms and taking action on this. Well, the House also has the opportunity to not put the WHO funding in the upcoming budget, in the debates Mm -hmm. that are coming up in the fall for the new budget for 2024. So there's a lot of opportunity that's available, and Congress needs to stand up and act. We literally have less than a year. Uh, This is not a histrionic situation. It is very, very serious, and it would globally change our freedom in a heartbeat. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash WHO. That's forward slash WHO. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. The website again, lc.org.